Hello, Pharmacy Podcast Nation. My name is Dr. Chloe Gibbons, and I am thrilled to announce that I have officially joined forces with the Pharmacy Podcast Network. The last several months of 2020 were very busy for us. We were working behind the scenes to create a brand new platform for pharmacists, pharmacy students, and pharmacy industry professionals. Our first available series is entitled The NAPLEX Podcast, the first show dedicated to helping pharmacy students prepare to take the North American Pharmacist Licensure Examination. Each episode of the podcast will provide listeners with a thorough review of pharmacology and pharmacotherapy topics that were taught during the didactic portion of pharmacy school. I will be your host, guiding you through each review, and there are 70-plus episodes episodes for you to access while on the go. Thank you all so much for listening. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Let's Pharmanize, an esteemed member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Shane Gerritsen. I'm Cal Vandegrift. And I'm Adam Gladio. Today, we have a very special guest, Adam Gladio from RX Rise, here to tell us about his platform for selling short-dated and surplus stock directly to pharmacies. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The views and opinions expressed within are those of the authors and speakers themselves and do not necessarily represent any affiliated institution or third party. Hey guys, how are you today? We're good. How are you? What have you been Uh, up to? I am doing fantastic. It is a pleasure to be on the campus of High Point University. Yeah, man. Um, It has changed so much. It Mm -hmm. has transformed so much. And it's an honor to be in the pharmacy school with you guys. Uh, So thank you for welcoming me. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Yeah, this is really cool. This is one of our first live episodes where we've we've had someone actually come out to talk to us in person, which is really, really neat. Yeah, we're located in in the RTP, the Raleigh area. So appreciate you letting me come in live. I've, I've been to get out and, and get in front of people. So I appreciate it. Not a far drive at all. Of course. So yeah, so you actually, the first thing you mentioned was that you actually went to High Point University. Would you tell us a little bit about your experience with that? Yeah, I, I um, originally from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, just honestly come from a long line of basketball family. Uh, my dad was a coach. My brothers played and I played in at High Point in the late 90s. Now a lot's changed since then, but uh, as I was just showing not, you guys. You're not kidding. <laughs> uh, I just had, I, I got here early for the folks listening listening and just spent an hour or so with Tubby Smith and the basketball team, um, which was just a complete honor. So he welcomed me back in as a former player, got to speak with the team a little bit, and then, you know, yeah. get to come see you guys. So, Bunch of really good so, guys across the street from us. most importantly, though, shout out to my wife, Jackie, because she's an alumnus here Aww. and we have four beautiful kids and I met my wife here. So... My affinity to I'm High Point kidding. University is beyond just hoops. It's it's family and and they're so jealous they're not here right now. Yeah. Have you taken, can, we, can we come? Can we come with you? Can we come with you? Have you taken the wife and the kids here in the wintertime with all the nutcrackers and all that stuff? We have, but not you know. Last year with COVID, you know, right. we, we usually go to a game and then do the nutcracker, and I guess there's, there's always coffee or hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so we were just bummed last year, so I can't wait for this this winter to do that. So but I know every season you guys got stuff going on here, right? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. 
pulling out all the stops. Yeah, for so sure. It, it's mm -hmm. it's uh, and this building is just incredible. So yeah, it's really really cool. Your hospitality has been fantastic and and uh, unbelievable. I'm glad so. we could be a, a part of the same thing here at High Point University. It's really really good experience. So I think we should preface this conversation. This is actually a follow up that's going to be posted on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Adam, you talked with our CEO Todd Yuri over at mm -hmm. the PPN right before y'all's release date on June 2nd. It's been almost a month now. How's it going? Great question. It's it is uh, it's it's we're drinking out of a fire hose. It's going great, and I say that because. The noise and the attention we've gotten from the pharmacies, especially the independents nationwide that are signing up, has been has been really good. I was on a call today with a pharmacy uh, pharmacist, and to hear their stories about what they go through every day is just really cool. I, I mean, let's be honest, I'm running a business, and they run a business, right? So pharmacy is not just seeing patients, which is the most important, but it's cool to hear what's going well for them and what's not going well for them. And there's a lot that's, you know, on both sides of that. So this particular pharmacist was heavily involved with vaccines and, and, and all that. So it's really cool to see how pharmacists are stepping up to, to help in every way they can, both with COVID and then just both on a, you know, on a daily basis as well. So uh, on the other side of that, we have manufacturers, right? Because, and I'll get into what RX Rise is all about. Frankly, we're looking for innovative manufacturers. I came from the pharma side, so I, I know what they go through uh, with short data, with surplus products. So we're looking for manufacturers who want to join the platform. Obviously, we're looking for pharmacies as well. So 25 or 26 days in, we're in a good spot, but a long way to go. So That's good. And your experience with companies like Novartis and, and if I'm saying this correctly, Bosch Health? Bosch Health, yep. Okay, that's probably led you to have some really, really great expertise and a particular skill set in navigating the labyrinthine alleyways of communicating not only with pharmacies, but with manufacturers as well, because that can be really complicated. How does how has that experience benefited you? It is. I, I started off carrying, uh, what we call carrying the bag in pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. The benefit of that is you get to deal and, and speak with and be around HCPs. And pharmacies are a big part of that, right? And so at every level from, you know, a, a leader who led people to marketing um, to running, you know, multiple brands, pharmacies are key to that, to the supply chain, obviously, but to say to the marketing of healthcare companies, right? You know, we need that relationship to be strong. Right? Yeah. And so there's a lot of generic companies. There's a lot of branded companies. I work more on the branded side at Novartis and then Bausch. But every step of the way, not only you're dealing with, with physicians and consumers, but you're dealing with pharmacies as well. And so I have an affinity to, like I said, not only you guys, how you, you, know, how you guys work with patients, but you're running a business as well. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy. So you're getting pulled in a bunch of different directions. And at the end of the day, you just want to help people. And so it, it's, it's, it's cool. So let's talk a little bit about that. So what exactly is RxRise trying to solve? What's the problem that yeah. everyone's facing yeah. that you're yeah. helping? Yeah. Well, it's something I struggled with leading multiple brands. And so when you're leading brands, you know, there's branded competition, there's generic competition, there's insurance companies that change plans, there's all these market dynamics. And so what happens is you're left with product that is, you know, 12, 13, 14 months left, right? And some of the wholesalers don't want product that with, with that little shelf life. And so... We're solving the problem. I'll, I'll, come, I'll say three things on that. We're solving the problem of getting the billions of dollars. And I mean, it's a $51 billion a year issue, what we call pharmaceutical obsolescence. 
That's that's product that's going obsolete. That's the definition. It's a $51 billion a year issue. That product usually goes to waste, it gets destroyed, or it goes into incineration. And it doesn't have to. It's perfectly fine product. And so the problem we're solving is getting it back into the supply chain and ultimately back with patients. That's number one. So that's the problem we're solving. Two, we serve pharmacies like yourself, pharmacists, pharmacy independents, uh, long-term care facilities, hospitals, anyone who dispenses, we, we can we can serve you. Obviously, we talked about pharmaceutical manufacturers are key as we need them to post product. But there's a secondary I don't even know if it's secondary anymore. We're going to really bring to light how we think we can help the environment with this by eliminating waste, destruction, and incineration. And then we help patients as well. Let me reiterate something yeah. for the for the people that might be listening. And I, I can just say for, for sure, we first listened to the Todd Urey and, and Adam Gladio interview. And the first thing that came to my mind, the very first thing was, what are we doing with expired medications? This is most certainly not that. This is not. Mm-hmm. This is this is not what pharmacists, when a pharmacy has an expired medication on the shelf, this is not that. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about a, a few things here. So patients have leftover medicine in their cabinets, right? And we hope that they discard of it, right? right? We, pharmacies have expired stuff, right? And they have their process. Wholesalers have it. It keeps moving up, right? And then wholesalers give it back to the manufacturers, right? So the manufacturers are left with all this product, and, and it's mostly good product. And so... Be very clear, it's not expired product that's on a pharmacy shelf. It's higher up the pharmaceutical supply chain, mm-hmm. right? So the benefit, and I'll, I don't know if you want me to get to the benefits of, of what's in it for pharmacies yeah, is, it. is as the shelf life goes down, there's more motivation to get rid of this product because a manufacturer says, hey, better than throwing this away. So a lot of times that comes with a discount. And so that's what's in it for a pharmacy, the ability to save money mm-hmm. on their inventory costs, right? So I know we were talking about yeah. this before, you know, in one of our meetings before this episode actually came out was, you know, the first thing that I thought of as soon as you mentioned this to me was this sounds like a great way for independent pharmacies to initially stock so that they can figure out what their community is trying to it, what they need. Right. And if it goes to waste, you don't have to purchase it again from the main wholesaler mm-hmm. at the full price. Mm-hmm. It seems brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it, it's um our goal is to have wide variety of products. Talking to them, the, the staples of, of kind of diabetes comes up and blood pressure and statins, right? The stuff that they, they see a lot of. But um, beyond that, a lot of these pharmacies are, are very niche in, in the patients they have and the communities they serve, right? And so, um, again, we're looking for manufacturers to, to come aboard this. What, what I was getting to my third point was our platform, which is going to transform um, the way that we connect manufacturers right to pharmacies. And we do that through our platform at rxrise.com. So. This seems like an obvious missing piece of the puzzle that should have been here all along, but it's not. And what exactly sparked you to, like, you, you mentioned that you've been, you've encountered this problem in the past. Did you have suddenly like a eureka moment that was like, somebody's got to do something about this? I did. I did. I mean, I, I've, I'm an entrepreneur kind of at heart and my experience at corporate in corporate America was fantastic. You know, it's something, this was an issue that is on the mind of manufacturers, mm-hmm. uh, believe me. And so, yeah, I just had that moment where I thought we had no solution for this. We, we as, as again, think about me on our end as a manufacturer, you, you know, we, we didn't have a solution for this. And so I, I thought of this as, as, a, as a solution to connect it right to pharmacies and get it back into the supply chain. So 
That's where, that's what uh, I laugh because, you know, a lot of work ahead of us, but yeah. I'm really excited. Um, we're getting great feedback. And, and so that was kind of my moment. I think I can do this. So based on my experience working in, in small pharmacies, it seems like this is a really great solution for this existing problem, because especially for, for small pharmacies, like an independent pharmacy or, or the small pharmacy where I used to work, because they know their patients and they know that a patient, if they're going to be on a branded medication, they'll be like, oh, you know, I know that Mrs. Johnson, she's been stable on Genuvia for so many years. I know that if I buy this medication from Rx Rise, it's not going to go to waste, even though it's got like a, you know, three months left in the shelf life or, or however, yep. I know that the patient's going to take it because she's... She, like I know that she comes here, she you trusts me, I yeah. trust the patient. Yeah. yeah, and it's and that's something that you're not going to find at every pharmacy. But I think that independent pharmacies, I think that they thrive on that. And that's one of the like the things that I loved so much about working in an independent pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Like I loved that interaction with the patients and being able to because mm-hmm. that that's how it should be. You should be able to have a your pharmacist kind of like you have your doctor. That's the idealized perfect world. Right. But I would agree. And, and a lot of times they're looking for, um, you know, help. It's easy to be able to walk into the community pharmacy where every community is different and just say, hey, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Pharmacist, I, I need help with something or I need guidance or I need this. What do you think? What do you think here? So, uh, again, you guys are, you know, a huge part of the the um, healthcare world. Right. So thousands of pharmacies are out there. What there's over twenty one thousand independents that wow you, you know are are strong and you know had a huge play in in, in help with the, with the vaccines and and just a big help in their communities. So, would it be possible for RX Rise to communicate these benefits and savings to hospital pharmacies as oh, yeah. well? Okay, because yeah. that seems like that would be something else. Like they know that they're going to be using this this medication in like a short period of time because hospital stock yeah. is usually smaller yeah. and also more rapidly moving. To be, yeah, just to be clear again, we serve, you know, hospital pharmacy, right? You know, there's there's GPOs out there. There's long-term care facilities, obviously independence. Um, I've had a great conversations with, with, with what I call the direct-to-consumer pharmacies, folks like True Pills and, and Capsules, and, and there, there's a whole line of those as well. So this is this is open to all of them, right? Any, anyone who's licensed to buy pharmaceuticals. So, yeah. I'm curious what was the first reaction that you got from someone who works in pharmacy when when you mentioned, hey, I'm coming up with this idea. It's called Rx Rise. I'm curious what the first reaction you had to it was. Yeah, I mean how how quick can how quick can I get on your platform and and start looking at these right. products, right? And so that's where we need the manufacturers, right? But that's that's been the reaction. There's no downside, mm-hmm. right? There's no fees. It's free for pharmacies. It's free for buyers. You mentioned hospital buyers. It's, it's it's a free service. Now, obviously, you, you buy product, but there's no fees, no hidden fees, no obligation to buy, right? So, you know, I, I was thinking like Overstock.com or you know, take it even more in the consumer world with with Ubers and Airbnb. It's just it's just it's a platform, very similar experience. It's it's very simple. You shop, you you pick, and you buy, and it ships right from the manufacturer. So the reaction has been was was and it still is. Hey. Just how many products can you get on here? Because I want to, I want to really see what, <laughs> right. what we can shop. So, yeah. Has anyone had any kind of reservations about anything? Like mm, maybe I don't know something. You know, short dated supply. Yeah, you know nothing. You, you know, I don't want to act like it's it's perfect, but yeah, it's no, nothing that stood out. If, if anything, it's more just platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even want to call them just just stuff to work tweak in the platform, like best practices. Like hey, usually, you know, I get to select a dose or. I, you know, when, there's, when this product comes up, it's easier to, 
to, I, you know, I get this dose, so maybe, you know, have a better selection with that. So it's more, I'd say it's maybe a little more user stuff, but no hesitations or, okay. or any anything that's stood out. No, but uh, again, open to feedback. So, you know, they more than welcome to go to our website, reach out to us because we want to make this perfect. So. Attention, passengers, this is your captain speaking. We're about to experience a little turbulence here, so go ahead and uh, put your tray tables up and fasten your seatbelts, and don't forget to subscribe to Let's Farmanize. And now, a word from our sponsor. So you mentioned that there's that there's no fees associated for pharmacies. How then is the platform able to sustain itself? We work with the sellers mm-hmm. with that. So um, we have a fee to uh, for them to be on our platform. For the sellers, yep. okay. So that's how that's how we make money, and that's how we to answer your question, kind of get revenue, right? So, but on the buying side, you know, it's free. So kind of like when you sell a house, you, the realtor doesn't get paid by the buyer. I used to be a realtor. Oh, yeah. I was a terrible real go. estate agent for one year. <laughs> Didn't sell anything. Real estate agent, now it's yeah. pharmacy. Yeah, yeah, quite a jump. Um, I was I was 19 when I started real estate, and I was really bad at it, and I had social anxiety, and I couldn't answer the phone or call anybody, so that's why I didn't sell anything. But but now I'm in something that I actually enjoy doing yeah. a lot. So And you get to help people. So yeah. That's awesome. And occasionally answer a real estate fact, but most of the time I'm wrong. So <laughs> there's that. I'm curious how you specifically want RX Rise to be viewed, but specifically by not just pharmacists, but maybe by patients as well. Yeah. Patients love good RX, for example, right? I they yeah. absolutely yeah. love it because they get discount. I'm just curious how you think yeah, that so, you should be viewed in the pharmacy community. So, so like you, you bring up you bring up good RX, right? And so, you know, they are a consumer. They're consumer based. Like if you think about it, right? They you go to their website. Let's say I'm in High Point, High Point, North Carolina, right? They can, you can, you can search a product, and it shows kind of geo, geo targets the, the pharmacies around there. It says, oh, this is ten bucks here, and it's five bucks here, and eight bucks here, right? Right. And if you're a consumer, you can go there and get a, a cheaper option, right? So, I, I call that B to C, B, you know, business to consumer. We're more B to B, where we're connecting the manufacturers, the supply chain, which is more B to B. So that's our biggest. That's today. Now, mm-hmm. I've got this question a good bit, like how can we at some point bring in a consumer? Maybe that's down the road. But that's the biggest biggest separa- separator from us with like a good RX or, right. or even um, some of these other healthcare companies that are popping up with telemedicine and that, right? They really, they're almost reverse, right? They serve the consumer, with especially with pricing, right? And then mm-hmm. it goes back up the supply chain. So we're kind of B2B. Now, excuse me, because I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm imagining that the website is largely an open interface. You kind of get to choose your manufacturer, get to choose the discount. Is that how that works? So you would go onto the marketplace, search search a product or uh, products, and let's say you um let's make up a let's make up a product, Simvastatin or you, you know right. Retin A, whatever it is, and 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 you know you you select it and you pay, and it ships from the manufacturer. So it's it's. I wish I could sit here and say well, there was more to it, but that's that's well, it. That's so, the beauty of yeah, it. I don't. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. No. So uh, again, our goal is just just to provide the pharmacies as many products at a, at a at a really good price as fast as possible. So 
for the pharmacies out there, we're working on that, right? We're 25 days or so into launch, 27 days in. So yeah, that's it's a pretty easy process. I think the simplicity is is really attractive, along with the the low cost. That's going to be really attractive to independent. Well, I, listen, you're used to it. I mean, you're, yeah. you're at the end of the day, pharmacists are consumers. So mm-hmm. when you go to when you go to Uber, right, you want an easy experience. Yeah, I'm making these up, right? When you order pizza, whatever it is, right. So just because it's B two B doesn't mean it can't have a B two C feel. Mm-hmm. That's my take. So you know, B two B, very you know, healthcare professionals. Um, they expect the same kind of experience as they would on a B2C platform. So that's our goal. Let's talk about the product specifically that you're serving because we've mentioned Simvastatin. We've mentioned Retin-A. What just, about, yeah, just those are right, examples. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about like medical supplies, nebulizers, syringes? Is that all on the website as well? Yeah, no, we're not. We're not. Um, good, good question. We're not there yet, but we are open to that. You know, when you scale, you kind of take one thing at a time, right? And, and so... I've, I've talked to a few medical supply companies. There's a plethora, just to be candid, of masks and COVID items out there that are in surplus. And so we're open to that, but we're taking it kind of a step at a time right now. Mm-hmm. I could see that coming in, in, you know, phase 1A, phase 1B. So, but open like to it that. for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like it specifically. I know from an independent pharmacy perspective, every single one has their niche, right? Some are some are compounding pharmacies, some do uh, clinics, some do blood pressure checks, you know, coagulant checks, uh, anything like that. And I think no matter where you are in an independent pharmacy, no matter what your niche is, you're trying to find a way to get it as cheap as possible. And that's a great way to do it. You have, you know, the floor, right, with aisles of of over-the-counter products and, and like you said, supplies like Band-Aids or masks. And so... At the end of the day, this is why I love talking to them. They're, they're business owners. Mm-hmm. And the thing, though, is they have to, you know, they're, they're carrying so much with patience and responsibility and, and HIPAA and all that stuff that's so important. But at the end of the day, they're still looking to cut costs, you know, run a business, have employees, which means what? They can stay in the community. So mm-hmm. it's, it's I love talking to them for that. Right. You know, I learn, I'm learning from them. What's on, well, I'm, you know, I'm learning about what's on their mind. What's keeping them up from a business standpoint? let alone a patient standpoint and a pharmaceutical standpoint. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about the the masks. You mentioned that there's lots of masks and lots of other medical supplies floating around. There's also been in the news, uh, especially retail chain pharmacies have been contributing to a lot of vaccine waste. Does Rx Rise now or in the future have potential plans to help mitigate the, the wasting of vaccines? We do. Uh, you know, we're not we're not limited to, um, again, as long as a manufacturer can appropriately ship those, which I know they can to to a pharmacy. You know, we can connect. We can connect that. Mm-hmm. We're open to that. They're, that's no different from connecting them to an oral pill or anything else. There was just an article in The Wall Street Journal uh, you, you know, about the, the plethora of, of J&J vaccines that are out there. Right. Um, and others. Yeah. Moderna, Pfizer, they're, they're, depending on the state, you, you, you know, there's, there's no one, you know, there's, there's lines to get some vaccines and then there's not, right? So we'd love to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only today, but that's, that's something that I see going on for a long time, a staple of your healthcare now, mm-hmm. right? Every year. Yeah. Depending on the dosage and, and what comes out, right? So. Right. Love to be a part of that. And I know the independents would love to be a part of that. Definitely. Right. Because that that's that's helping the community. That's, you know, I read an article, you know, pharmacists, you know, 
vaccinated 3,000 people in a weekend or something. You, you know, there's just these stories that come out. They're really cool. So. So all the people that are listening to this podcast right yep. now, independent pharmacists, pharmacy workers that may be curious about this, just the general public that might have genuine interest that yep. might be listening right now, how can they learn a little bit more about what RxRise is? Yeah, it's, it, that's a good question. I, I would go to um, RxRise.com. And again, we're B2B, right? So, you, you know, you can sign up as a buyer. You can sign up as a seller. Uh, there's an About Us page. You can get a demo. You can sign up for a demo. Especially from like a consumer side, think of us as a benefit to the supply chain and, and really trying to connect buyers and sellers. And from a pharmacy standpoint, uh, again, you, you can go on to rxrise.com, sign up as a buyer. It takes five minutes to sign up. We validate, you know, licensing and all that. It takes That takes a few days, right, to be honest. And, and from there, you're free to buy. So... At the end of the day, rxrise.com, sign up as a buyer if you're a pharmacy, sign up as a seller if you're on the manufacturer or medical supply side. Request a demo. Our, someone on our team will give you a demo. Obviously, you can reach out to us at hello at rxrise.com on email, and you know we're here to serve. So I hope that helps. I mean, I hope that answers the question. Definitely. Yeah. So tell us about the the name, the origin of the name rxrise, because it's got a really, really nice, empowering ring to it. We were looking, you know, we're looking for URLs. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's kind of where things start, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and, and obviously the name, but I, I, first of all, I appreciate you saying that. Your uh, Todd said the same thing. Yeah. And it does have a good ring to it. We got our hands on the URL and from there it just, it just all came together. It sounds right. I wish there was this magical story behind it, uh, but it just, it's one of those things you, you do a little testing on it and research and a few people are like, yeah, that, that, that's good. That makes sense. Right. And, and. It sounds good. It's easy. You know, I can say rxrise.com and it's just, you, you know, what do you say? You know, you go type it in. So yeah. uh, we, we love the branding, the colors. We are so excited and we're excited to partner with the pharmacies, the manufacturers, and to be part of the healthcare supply chain mm -hmm. and to be a solution. And that's what we are. And we're excited to do it. So love the name. I appreciate you saying that. Of course. Um, love the colors and can't wait to see where, where this company goes. Adam, I think we have one more question here. We've mentioned a few of them already on yeah. the podcast, but what are some major goals in the next couple of years of RX Rise? What are we trying to accomplish here that we have yet to do? <clears throat> that's, uh, that's a good question. Uh, you, you know, we, we, have, we have a few different phases uh, of this. And first phase is to get the platform, um, you, you know, up and running and up and it's up and running, but to, just to make sure that it is solid as can be, right? Connecting buyers and sellers, right? And when that start, well, that that started, right? And and so think about what you could add to that if you have thousands of pharmacies, like you said, medical supplies, over the counter products, other products, and then just why why just short dated? Why just surplus? Why why can't other products be available as well? So okay. I don't want to get into all the specifics, but this is definitely phase one. I have it out to 2023 of, of things that we can do, things that we're getting feedback on uh, to add value to the healthcare uh, system and to health and to pharmacies, right? And so uh, I hope that answers the question, but we've got, this is phase one. I'd like to start with, hey, this platform is, is user-friendly, is connecting buyers and sellers. And once that starts, we have hundreds of pharmacies on there, right? So if you're listening, you, you know, go to rxrise.com and, and sign up because the more power pharmacies and the more um, kind of coalition we have to get others to come on there, it's going to be a benefit for pharmacies. Make sense, right? Yeah. 
So if, if, if manufacturers are out there, medical supplies companies, over-the-counter companies, uh, this doesn't it just have to, to be Rx. So If you had one final message to give out to our listeners, what would it be? What would you say? Rx Rise is a solution. And you can go there and sign up and be a part of a community. I, I want to mention this as well. We have content and community and all that coming as well. So think about this as a solution to your inventory costs and, and how you manage that every day, both as a manufacturer and a pharmacy, right? Think about this as connecting pharmacies and, and, and the healthcare communities through content. And that's to come as well. We're very, we're heavy on social. Bottom line, we're a solution for your inventory costs. And I encourage you to go sign up and be a part of our journey. We do it all through our revolutionary platform. And we're excited to to do that. I think our listeners and Shane and I are both excited to get a follow up in a little bit and see how it's going, see the next phases develop. And I know as a future independent pharmacy owner of myself, I'm I'm excited. How do you guys concentrate in this beautiful building? <laughs> it's it's tough. <laughs> it's it's the I I wish the listeners could see the auditorium's gorgeous, the foyer. Uh, what a, what a place. It really, it really is. It's it's really nice around here. It's pretty magnificent. And so how long to, do you guys, how much longer do you guys have left with, with schooling? One more year of actual classroom schooling and then an additional year after that of our nine rotations, a month long each. Yeah, but, uh, it's exciting. Well, anyway, thank you for coming out here and, and, and bringing this information here. I was really excited to talk to you about yeah. RX Rise. This has been a really cool experience. Yeah. To come here live has been awesome. That's, I wouldn't I'm have. I'm so glad we did this live. I'm glad you got something uh, out of it. Between the hoops. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, the, the, the beautiful campus bragging to my wife and kids that we're here <laughs> and, and them being jealous is, is funny as well. So thank you so much. Well, we're, not, we're definitely not Tubby Smith, but uh, I like to think we do pretty good. <laughs> you didn't win a national championship? No, no, no. <laughs> I wish. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter to keep up with our episodes and content. And special thanks to Kelly Kerr for making our music.